Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is The World in 10 for Thursday, the 12th of January. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Steve Forbes. A bloody battle rages in the Ukrainian city of Solodar, where the body of one of the two missing British aid workers has reportedly been found. As far as those two are concerned, one has to say, well, top marks for them for wanting to have the human motivation to go and help. But of course, I think anybody thinking of doing that must realise that the risks are, are pretty high. And one of the greatest guitarists of all time, Jeff Beck, has died. What a loss for music fans all over the world this is. A true guitar god. And we start in the east of Ukraine first, where fighting has intensified in the battle for Solodar, one of the bloodiest yet. It's where Russia's mercenary Wagner Group claims they found the body of one of the two missing British aid workers, Christopher Parry and Andrew Bagshaw. They're accused of rapes, torture. They are accused of having killed three Russian journalists who were investigating. Robin Niblett's a former director of the international affairs think tank Chatham House. Yes, it's got some hardened soldiers. It's also they've got some real psychopaths and they use convicts. Uh, but it just shows you the confusion around the special military operation that they've had to call on this group. The Wagner Group is a private paramilitary organisation with links to President Putin and is renowned for employing extreme violence. It spearheaded the assault on Solodar and says it now controls the city. It's a claim backed by Moscow's defence minister and a claim Ukraine denies. Kyiv released a video apparently showing a Ukrainian general speaking to soldiers on the front line there, but when it was filmed is unknown. Sergei Chervatky, a spokesperson for the Eastern Military Command, appearing on Ukrainian television. He likened the battle for Solidar to something from World War II. The bottom line is Russia has made uh, some gains in Solidar, which is a small town uh, which has got a salt mine in it, um, which is great for storing equipment and personnel underground. Dr Mike Martin is a war studies expert from King's College London. He told Times Radio there's a pattern to this war. There's two modes, if you like, in this war. One is where Russia makes small gains over fairly insignificant territory at great loss. We're in that mode at the moment. And then once they've exhausted themselves, hitting themselves against the Ukrainian forces, the Ukrainians then swing into action and take a large chunk of territory. And we've seen that three times around Kyiv, around Kharkiv, and then around Kherson just before Christmas. Victory in Solidar would have symbolic military and commercial value for Moscow after the setbacks of recent months. One
One of the most influential rock guitarists of all time, Jeff Beck, has passed away at the age of 78. According to his family, the British music legend died peacefully on Tuesday after suddenly contracting bacterial meningitis. Ozzy Osbourne, Brian May and Rod Stewart are among the big names in music to pay tribute to the two-time Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee. Music journalist Sandro Manetti has told Times Radio that Jeff Beck was also close friends with Hollywood actor Johnny Depp. He was at uh, Jeff's bedside in the days leading up to his death. He is uh, said to be completely devastated by his passing, as are so many rock gods like uh, Jimmy Page and uh, Mick Jagger and Ronnie Wood, who have paid tribute. And what a loss for music fans all over the world this is. A true guitar god. The pair had worked together for Beck's final album, 18, which was released last year. Beck was known for his work with the Yardbirds and the Jeff Beck Group and was massively influential in the heavy metal explosion of the 1970s. Speaking in 2011, Beck said that older music should continue to be admired through the ages. I mean, no, nothing stays the same, but um, I don't see why it, it, that music should be dead. It, you know, it's like jazz. I mean, it's a great, great jazz. Listening to Sinatra's stuff from the 50s is just the best. The Capitol recordings, you, you cannot get a better recording. Really. And uh, to see that music gathering dust really upsets me. Beck's first solo single, Hi-Ho Silver Lining, came out in 1969 and he has since gone on to win eight Grammys and was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1992 as a member of the Yardbirds and again in 2009 as a solo artist. You're listening to The World in 10 from the Times of London. Analysis and insight into global events all in just 10 minutes. Coming up, the Lord of the Dance faces a battle against cancer and proof that fast Porsches and small penises go hand in hand. Next to Iran and science authorities there are preparing to execute a British-Iranian man. There have been appeals from the UK Foreign Secretary James Cleverley. Ali Rozak Bari has dual citizenship. He was a deputy defence minister in Iran and was arrested in 2019 and accused of spying for Britain. He's always denied that. Mr Cleverly called the planned execution a politically motivated act by a barbaric regime and said it must be stopped immediately. It comes as anger mounts against the Iranian regime and its deadly crackdown on those who oppose it. A video on social media apparently shows people rallying outside a prison after Iran's judiciary sentenced three more protesters to death. The mother of one says her son is innocent. So far, at least four people have been hanged since protests began back in September, prompted by the death in custody of a young Kurdish-Iranian woman, Masa Amini. She was arrested for not wearing her headscarf properly. To China, where at least five people have been killed and 13 others injured after a car drove into pedestrians in the city of Guangzhou. A 22-year-old man has been arrested over the incident as police investigate why it happened. Videos online show the driver getting out of the car and throwing banknotes in the air. It happened during the evening rush hour on Wednesday at a busy junction of the city, which is home to 19 million people. The incident has sparked public outrage in the lead-up to Chinese New Year. And in sport, Kane Reeves has the latest on an NFL player's recovery from an on-field cardiac arrest. 
Buffalo Bills safety Demar Hamlin has been discharged from hospital nine days after his cardiac arrest during an NFL game. The Buffalo Bills player was left in a critical condition after collapsing on the field following a heavy tackle with another player. The 24-year-old had to be resuscitated on the pitch and the game against the Cincinnati Bengals was subsequently cancelled. Speaking earlier this week, one of his initial medical team, Dr William Knight, says DeMar has a long way to go before he can contemplate playing again. He's up, he's walking around, he's got an amazing, genuine sense of humour, but in terms of any kind of conjecture to his future, that's still significantly into the future and... And it's going to be up to, to DeMar and a, and a great team of physicians to help him. Hamlin will continue his rehabilitation at his home in New York State. Irish-American dancer and choreographer Michael Flatley, best known for the creation of his show Lord of the Dance, has been diagnosed with an aggressive form of cancer. The 64-year-old has undergone surgery with his Instagram account asking fans for their prayers and wishes. Flatley was catapulted into fame in the Irish dancing production Riverdance, which was first performed during the interval of the Eurovision Song Contest in 1994. It then went on to have a full-length show in 1995. Following Lord of the Dance, Flatley also went on to create, produce and direct productions such as Feet of Flames and Celtic Tiger. Last year, Flatley also launched a Lord of the Dance tour to raise money for the humanitarian effort in Ukraine. And finally, to a story that perhaps will prove a lot of people right, well, maybe half the population. Men who cover sports cars do indeed have small penises. Knew it. There's even a scientific study carried out by a real professor and everything. Steve, who's never wanted a fast car, so he tells me, has the details. Nope, never. The study, titled Small Penises and Fast Cars, Evidence for a Psychological Link, catchy title, involved tricking men into thinking their penis was either more or less impressive than it actually is, and then testing how much they wanted to buy a fast car. The findings were clear. If men believed they had ordinary genitals, they were more likely to express a preference for extraordinary cars. And that's your World in 10 for Thursday, the 12th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.